It is a Friday edition of the Jack Michael Show today, and I'm just uh, eating good in my neighborhood is what I'm doing today. We are coming live from Applebee's on the fifth largest daytime signal in the United States of America, 740 The Fan, where you can pop in here. You see a registration box, and at the end of this power hour, we are going to draw a name, and that winner is going to get not one, but a pair of tickets to see North Dakota State and North Dakota play football at the Alara Center coming up tomorrow. And by judging by ticket sales now, I think those tickets are getting a little bit more valuable as the seats are shrinking and a potential seller. Boy, we have a loaded show today, and I'm not even, I haven't even talked about the Dollaritas yet with my man Brett. Uh, yeah, but we are the Northside Applebee's. Important to note that we're the Northside Applebee's, and what a what a lineup! I've got a national champion already sitting to my left in Chad Stark. He'll be joined by Hunter Panky and Noah Wanzek. Hunter, Mister Inspiration, speaks former tight end at UND. Noah Wanzek, who grew up terrorizing uh, teams out of Jamestown, North Dakota. In a couple of minutes, we'll be uh, hearing from Kevin Feeney. It's intriguing to have Kevin on because he was a quarterback for North Dakota State. His son is a quarterback now for the University of North Dakota. So Kevin Feeney will hear from Kevin in just a couple of minutes. We can't do anything without talking food. Hi, B. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I just follow, Do you think I'm following you around because I'm at Applebee's quite a bit? No, I, I, I think you are, actually. Yeah. It's but a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> I'm like Norm on Cheers. I came in and Tacey. And, and you're like, are you just getting the normal? <laughs> yeah, fettuccine Alfredo. Uh, no, don't pepper the chicken. We'll be all that. But, uh, yeah. Right? I thought you got into the Dollaritas there a second ago. <laughs> you stumbled a little bit. <laughs> Dollaritas before, during, and after the game. Uh, that's correct, right? I'm not, like, misinformation. It is not misinformation. I see the word you, dollar. It, just it, think it implies dollar. Dollar. Dollarita. Yeah, you can have a lot of those during the course of the the bison uh, was, bison UND game. Where was this place when I lived right over here? In, in <laughs> we had to make our own, and we made it with lint and some sort of other. I'm not sure what was in that back. <laughs> this seems more official. Dollaritas, and and you've got all the TVs working here at the lunch. Tomorrow, obviously, it's going to be a, a, well, today. Big game day. Yep. Big game game night tonight, big yep. game day tomorrow. Uh, it's insane. So not only that, uh, half-priced, uh, uh, what do we get, the half-priced apps? Yeah. Uh, Half price apps three to five nine to close. So, so a, every day of the week. Yep, a, a little little day night double header special oh, yeah. going on there. Lunch specials. I know last time I was at Applebee's, what was it a week or so ago? We were broadcasting, and I stayed with mine. But you've got you've got menus back that people have been clamoring. For. Oh yeah, the lunch combos are back. So you got to come on in and see our. You know we had them for a couple of years, and then they they kind of went away, and we brought them back after uh, after people demanded it from us yeah that's that you know you got a good joint when <laughs> when people start demanding the foods back you know like okay applebee's is good uh, but we're at the north side today so so swing on by while you're here getting your lunch just put your name down in the registration box and and following uh, you know here not too long we'll be drawing for a name and uh, and we'll be giving out a pair of tickets so my man danny's got those uh, and as we said chad Stark coming up in a moment hunter pinky noah wanzek uh, Corey, oh, I forgot. Corey Provost, the voice of the Twins, we'll hear from him. I guess the Twins season end, but Corey will be along, and we'll kind of recap and, and look ahead. I don't know if we have enough time to do the power hour today, B. Uh, that is a good. Dracula's Juice, Tipsy Zombie, not just a, a nickname you had for your college sweet mate, but it's actually, I think, a drink in October. Is that right? That is right. They're specialty drinks for, uh, for October, for Halloween. A Tipsy Zombie. Mm-hmm. Derek, when's the last time you had a tipsy zombie? Derek's back in our flagship studio. What year was that, Derek? I think it was more like when was the last time I was a tipsy zombie, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The last time I was a tipsy yeah, no. zombie. Yeah, and Dracula's have, juice. But you haven't heard yeah. that much. I just I, mean, I don't drink a lot of uh, drinks like that, but I'm willing to try anything once. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, if... Uh, Normally, when it comes to this, and, and I don't know how everybody is in their circle, but it's normally you you take a sip and then you ask what's in it. This might be I might have to ask what's in it and then take. I don't know, you maybe for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It's, it's That's a very good. good point. We don't need a drink to kill him, or we got to, you know, all of a sudden you throw, uh, throw so in like a, a tomato too. juice in there or something we don't know about. Yes, <laughs> right. Uh, we we'll get to Kevin in a second. Uh, Brett's here. Uh, I'm going to say hi, Chad. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Dude, great to yeah, be here. It's great to have a national champion sitting to my left over here. And you've got, what do we got, 
11 rings? Yeah, I you're wear them all, but. You're not, uh, you're looking fresh, looking good. You feeling good? I, I feel good. I know Thanks they knocked out a little bit, and I'm not going to pit like you and Hunter and Noah. When we get you guys all on together here coming up, I think I'm just going to turn my mic off, and then you guys can just talk balls. that sound fair? Pinky had texted me. He said, hey, I was kind of excited about being on it. Then I heard you're on it. I said, anybody can get on it. <laughs> <laughs> See, Thank it's already started between yeah. the two. Uh, there's a lot that's going on. You, some wear green and gold, some wear green and white. But I'll tell you, it's a. I love when Chad because Chad and Hunter, I think, are, are good friends and probably Noah too. So even though Chad is all staunch green and gold, bison, 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 Hunter's going going to be staunch green and white. They're going to break it out and maybe see where the where the difference lies. And on on top of that, uh, there's just a lot to get to. Kevin Feeney, quarterback, North Dakota State. Uh, four years came out he comes out of a football family if anybody knows if you start talking about the first families of football in various states i think in north dakota the feeney name would come up there and we hear from kevin today and and kevin i know with, with the sun playing it's football we can talk all the hype and and, and all the stuff going on this is just going to be a heck of a game right kevin Oh, it's, it's such a fun weekend, and it's such a great opportunity for, for both programs to be, be the highlight, like you're saying, be on the forefront of every every media thing, everybody's talking point all week, and then, you know what, it's, it's so much fun to get into the Dome, and, and either Dome, either Dome, and see a bunch of bunch of fans, but a lot of former teammates, um, and a lot of great, a lot of great friends. I, I've always said this, with all due respect to those, because I, you know, everybody hears, you know, it's the old thing, is it a rivalry, isn't a rivalry. I personally don't even like asking the the question because I'm thinking if you say it's not a rivalry and I understand it it's it's waned UND was not in the same conference with North Dakota State for a while North Dakota State has won all the division one games while now in at this level but to me something starts in 1894 and there's a lot of families that have been involved within the state of North Dakota uh I don't know how to define it it may have waned Kevin but you can't tell me that there's not something involved when these two teams get together there's doubt and I, I think they're just starting to you know I've listened to a lot of a lot of athletes from both programs and you can just tell it's building it's it's getting back to maybe where it was and you know I think you know people kind of forget you know growing up if you were from North Dakota or Minnesota or even this region that you know it, you were usually recruited by both schools right? And right so you know back back then you you only met people when you went on a visit or something like that nowadays too with social media these kids know each other for three four five years and then yeah they do go to camps and they see each other and they they really kind of communicate through social media. And so there's no doubt that both these schools, there's a good chunk of players on both schools that were recruited pretty heavy by each other and they know each other and they get an opportunity to compete against each other. And you know what? I think there's a lot of mutual respect, but I know that they're, they're going to strap it up when they get between those two white lines. A couple of minutes with Kevin Feeney joining us here. And I can imagine the Feeney household outside of all the, the, the Bismarck demon stuff you've had on. And now with, with Trey being at UND and you have other children, when you're a parent, it starts becoming a little bit different because now you've actually got a you got a dog in the fight but but you know it that's what makes it great doesn't it you know and like i said kevin you're not you're not the only one you know bull belquist dad was a pretty good athlete in his own right at north dakota state now the son plays there i mentioned you know ross manson played basketball at ndsu daughter maggie went to north dakota and played basketball it, it's unique i get it, it it's kind of crazy but maybe to you you maybe it's just normal right kevin maybe maybe it isn't a thing for you you know what? I think the biggest thing sometimes people forget they get that. And that's the beauty of it is people are so passionate about their teams and, and as well as they should be. And, and that that's the beauty of college athletics in general. But I think, you know, ultimately when you become a parent, you want your child to have the best experience possible and you want them to write their own story. And, and there's no doubt the people that you just brought up and including Trey, it's, it's a great opportunity for him to do his thing. And it's, it's not hard to support your own family in any place. You know, there was a lot of, a lot of my family was wearing green and white when my brother Steve played up there. And then That's, everybody oh, yeah. switched to green and gold when I was playing there. And now, you know what, Trey's going to have 13 Feenies in the crowd this weekend wearing green and white. So, <laughs> you know what, it, it's the way it goes. And, and uh, we're just super excited and, you know, just waiting for Trey to get that opportunity. And when it comes, there's no doubt in my mind, he'll take advantage of it. I get the fortune to, to work with Mike Berg, a legendary coach and uh 
I, I, I kid you not, we probably have a Bob Feeney story a week, I think, on, on our broadcast for free <laughs> football to talk about that. Totally. Uh, in this game, we'll let you go, Kev, but uh, just an X and O, I guess, uh, on this particular thing. I think we, we all understand, you know, what turnovers mean. I think we all understand the game of football and those that can that can maybe gain yards on first down. But is it that simple, Kevin? About yeah, no, There's a lot of hype, but does it really just come down to simple things? Yeah, there's no doubt. You know what? It, it always comes down to simple things. And that's that people always want to complicate football. But ultimately, in talking about Bob Feeney, guess what? It comes down to blocking and tackling. Hmm. It, it's that simple. And the, and the team that, that can tackle and the team that can block typically is going to win. Yes, turnovers play a big part of it. But you got to take advantage. I, I think both teams have have kind of created their identity just watching from afar with North Dakota state, but it obviously they, they, they the quarterback run game last year in that, in this game was, was so evident. And, and that's certainly something that university of North Dakota is going to have to figure out how to shut that down a little bit. And then, you know, I think offensively for North Dakota, they got to figure out ways to get explosive plays. It's, it's very, very difficult against a team like North Dakota state to consistently just methodically move the football. I think uh, you, you got to hit on some splash plays and got to take advantage of it. Yeah, paper cuts are annoying, but boy, gashes hurt. Uh, no right, doubt. Right. No doubt. That's a great right. way of putting it. Yeah. I love that quarterback room, Kevin. And I said this last week during the broadcast. Uh, it, it is a selfless group. If I'm Trey Feeney, who is certainly talented to play at any other school, uh, but sitting behind Tommy Schuster, but also gets his, his chance. And then Quincy Vaughn, and now, of course, Simon Rumfo got some snaps. So four guys used. And it's such a selfless room, Kevin, isn't it? It is. And you know what? That's the game of football. I mean, that, that, that's exactly it. I mean, there, there's no greater team sport in my mind than the game of football. And it requires everybody to put all, all hands on deck and in whatever it takes to win. And I think that's what you're seeing from both programs. Uh, quickly, uh, give me a preview tonight. Moorhead Spuds football, Alexandria. How, how tough is it? What's the challenge tonight, Kevin, for you as a coach? Great opportunity to play a fantastic football team. You know what? I, I want to say there's four teams left in, in 5A football that are undefeated. And we're going to play one tonight. We're going to play one on Wednesday. So, Alexandria is, is, is probably the, the preseason favorite. They've, they've got a lot of returning players. They've got a quarterback that's extremely experienced, highly talented kid. And then defensively, they've been playing lights out. And so we've got our hands full. We understand that. But what a great opportunity for us to come out and play against a really good football team in, in front of our crowd. And uh, it's senior night, and that always makes it a little bit more special. It's one of the last times that these guys will get to strap it up at Jim Gota Stadium. Good stuff right there. Kevin, uh, good luck tonight, obviously. And then uh... – just have fun being a dad tomorrow. <laughs> All right? Amen. Amen. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Kevin Feeney right there, former quarterback, North Dakota State, former Bismarck High standout, and now, you know, been coaching. You know, Kevin Feeney's been influencing those uh, young players around the region, and he's got Alexandria. So I'd like to be the Feeney household. Kevin's got to worry about how to stop a very good Alexandria team tonight at Jim Gota Stadium and then turn around, and as I just told him, and tomorrow – you can just be a dad. <laughs> just just be a dad. Just hang out and, and soak it in. Just getting going today live from Applebee's. Uh, Dollaritas are back at Dollaritas. First of all, I thought that was like a, like a, like a person, <laughs> but it's not. Dollaritas are back uh, during, before, after the game. This is your place. You want to catch North Dakota State, North Dakota, or North Dakota at North Dakota State. See, that's the kind of show we got going on today. You can register today. You stop in today. We're giving away a pair of tickets to see uh, NDSU and UND game tomorrow at the Alaris Center. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff, and uh, tickets are scarce right now. So this is, this is shot to get yours today. When we come back, I'm, I'm, if you can tell, there's a little bit of a bump in my voice. Uh, Brett is, uh, you know, Chad Stark. I've known Chad for a long time. Uh, a good friend, Hunter Panky, Noah Wanza, guys I've just been able to develop a good relationship with in the community. And that's why I wanted to bring some of the cream of the crop on today to talk a little bit about this game. So Chad and Hunter and Noah, they'll all join us coming up next. Corey Provost, voice of the Twins, a little bit later on. It's the Jack Michael Show live from the Northside Applebee's today on 740 The Fan. Come on, come on, turn the radio on. Yeah. 740 The Fan is owned and operated by Midwest Radio of Fargo-Moorhead. Well, it's the Jack Michael Show coming live from Applebee's. Uh, ready, you're ready to get these boys on. These, these are the re- I mean, you and I, I mean, I might have been an athlete in 1974, maybe at the playground, good marble, you know, maybe toying around. You, you're an athlete. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think I am when I'm on the ice with the squirts. I mean, I think I'm. 
with a squirt. You can still <laughs> yeah. skate, right? Uh, Brett manages this one. Uh, it is a, it, it really is a treat today, and we do NDSU, UND, UND, NDSU. The game is tomorrow. Obviously, there's history. These two teams, these two institutions started playing in 1894. What were you doing in 1894? Now, this rivalry, and it got in, and certainly in Chad Stark's era, it was a, it was a heated, we just said Kevin Feeney, it was heated. And then, of course, you know, things change, and, and, and schools go to another level, some go into different conferences, and that was the case with these two institutions, you know. And, and eventually, North Dakota State settles into the Missouri Valley. UND settles into the big sky. And then uh, UND says, you know what, we're going to go into the Missouri Valley. Now they live in the same neighborhood and get trying to renew a rivalry that was certainly thick and in my point it's still there maybe has way now you should know too that und owns the overall record against north dakota state but chad will be quick to point out that in the division one era and, we lead, baby. Okay, so there you go. Hunter Pinky with us today, former tight end of North Dakota. Noah Wanzik, also two of my favorite humans on the planet. And Chad, hi, Hunter. How you doing today, Hunter Pinky? I'm doing well, and I got to open up, Chad. If you get on me today, just know that it's going to change things between us. All right, let's keep this civil. <laughs> It's game day, baby, on the radio. <laughs> uh, Noah, this is why maybe also with you, because uh, maybe you can be the mediator. I don't know, Noah. You had that, that calming disposition when you played and caught all those touches, uh, touchdowns. How you doing, Noah Wanzik? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, Hunter gets uh, Hunter gets pretty fired up when we talk UND NDSU. So do I, but um, if I need to be that mediator <laughs> well, role, I'll gladly do it. Yeah, you're a great mediator. Hunter, confirm this first of all. So Chad was telling me just now before the break that you two uh, just recently crossed paths in, in the great state of Arizona. Is that right, Hunter? Yeah, so I uh, I was doing a little traveling last week, and Chad was doing the same. He, he's got a home down there. We ran into each other in the airport. So that's a North Dakota connection, man. Even Even in Arizona, we're running into each other. <laughs> We've got to go around the room a little bit. We're coming to you from the north side, Applebee's. And by the way, today's show presented by Peterman Seeds of Holly, Jiffy Lube uh, of Fargo, Applebee's. Where would we be without them? So big uh, props to Peterman Seeds of Holly, Jiffy Lube of Fargo, and, and of course, Brett for having us out here at Applebee's. Chad, uh, what did it mean to you, and what does it mean to you when this comes along? A, a great question. Um, Back in the day, I can remember freshman year coming in, and your eyes are pretty wide when you get in with the uh, the upperclassmen, and the upperclassmen would sit all of us down, and they'd put the schedule on the on the on the table and circle the UND game. <laughs> this is all that matters, man. And that that's I mean that stuck with me. It's like holy crap, this is a big deal, and and really the state embraced it back then. I mean right. it it was like a week long party on who is going to own the state and it you know now honestly it's changed with sure. with the way things rolled out with uh, the division one but you know there's there's a core of us that really hold this game deep in our hearts we want to own north dakota and, and you had an object that you were playing for for right. goodness sakes the nickel and i still have my <laughs> so loris mulbert one of my good friends we both we both yeah. we, we made a nickel trophy so <laughs> okay it goes back and forth between homes but That's you know, been... he, he doesn't even know what it looks like because <laughs> oh, i've owned it the whole okay. time hunter there's i think Bam. hunter and noah that might have been the first mild shot hunter would you care to retort and the same thing to you as a couple of guys that grew up in the state of north dakota and by the way I'm not sure if you made sauerkraut days in Wishick the other day, Hunter, but uh, same thing to you guys. We'll start with Hunter and go to Noah. What does it mean? What did it mean? What does it mean? What will it mean? Hunter, I'll let you go. Well, it's the same thing as Chad. I mean, it's a big deal. I, growing up in the state, uh, watching the game um, in 2015 uh, when Carson went, the kind of the renewing of that rivalry, I was at that game. And I was a senior in high school that year, and I just remember thinking, like, man, I, I want to play in this game. Like, I want to, I want to help turn the tide. Uh, as I, I mean, everybody knows, NDSU has owned the series for a few years now, and I remember our time at, at North Dakota, and, and Wanza can can attest to this. But man, we had the, we had the game circled too, of like, man, this is the year where we got to got to flip the script here and, and get this thing going the other way, and we weren't able to do it. Wanza and I uh, will be the first ones to tell you that uh, we came up short, but. Man, I've been saying for the past seven years, this is the year. So I'm going to say it again. This is the year uh, because it's a big deal. 
Um, and, and the state as a North Dakota kid, just like you said, man, it's, it's time to own the state and take it back. Noah Lonzik is, is a great story, too, in his recruiting. And, and Kevin Feeney earlier talked about this. And, and Chad's from Brookings, South Dakota, and, and, and recruited heavily and chose North Dakota State. You know, Noah, uh, oftentimes, you know, similar coaches or position coaches are in all your guys' living rooms, for goodness sakes. And, and you are you got to make a decision. And, and you're a great story because you're recruited as a tremendous athlete. Then you come to UND, and then you just light up the world. You're on all the leaderboards in, in wide receivers. So, so Noah, uh, when you dig inside your bones a little bit, what does it mean to you, Noah Wanzik? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just to uh, piggyback off, off those guys said, I mean, it's just you look at the history, and you said back to 1894. I mean, that's a long time. I wasn't even alive in 1994. So this is, uh, <laughs> this is a historical <laughs> – a uh, historical uh, matchup here, and uh, no, we're excited. Being from North Dakota, it obviously means everything. And um, just like other rivalries in college football, it's, you lose 10 straight, but if you win that one game, it, it's a success. So um, I think the guys are fired up. I know when Hunter and I played, we were uh, we were really excited to come down to Fargo and and win, but uh, didn't get it didn't get it the way we wanted. So hopefully, hopefully our boys up north can can um, hopefully turn the things around. Uh, I do want to remind Chad here. I'm looking at the historical uh, matchup, and I think UND still has the record 62 to 50, 62 wins, 50 losses. <laughs> Chad? Yeah, well, how many have you won since you've been alive? In 1994. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, see, no, you dropped the Chad, date out, Chad, and all, most of us right now is going to. Hey, we're not all as old as you. Like some some of us have been around the decade and actually been playing sport while you've been sitting on your couch. So, just, I mean, come Bam. on. <laughs> Notice I didn't give years out right away, Chad. Yeah, I, right. I just said you know champion and all of that stuff and all that. Hey, to that point, guys, and and Noah and 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 Honor, we'll talk about you and. And, uh, you know, different. You know, Noah, you were running patterns and routes. Uh, you know, Hunter, you were involved in blocking schemes. And I know, I call that, we were dropping Wishick on that touchdown catch you made on that. You know, so uh, we'll start with you guys about some of the X's and O's. I- is it different now? Bison aren't running exactly what Chad Stark ran back at the day. Well, they're not running much at all of kind of what you ran back there. And, and North Dakota has spread it out a little bit more. Back in the day, I'll use the day, it was pretty much probably Smash Mouth Football Memorial Stadium or Dakota Field. Noah and Hunter, it's changed. Noah, what about it? Is it how different is it from that front in twenty twenty three? Yeah, I think it's a little different, obviously. But if for anybody that was there at the Alaire Center in twenty twenty one, I mean, this game's still going to be won at the line of scrimmage. So, you know, I'll speak. I'll test the UND. Um, obviously, our offense has changed a lot since Coach Danny Coyne came in. Uh, to the old coordinator position. You know, we got a lot of athletic guys. They're going to air the ball out, um, hopefully get our running backs in space and, and probably do a few trick plays too. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a tough physical game as it always has, but it's probably going to look a little bit different. I think, you know, the ball's going to be in the air a lot. There's going to be a lot more open field tackles. So it'll be exciting. Hunter, do you concur? Yeah, it, like Noah said, this game's going to be one of the trenches. Um, NDSU, obviously, long story, great offensive line, but also a great defensive line. They've had some, I mean, you go down the list, Tusk, uh, and, I mean, the edge guys that they've had, Some of the, I mean, the most dark twins are, are great examples. That, I mean, it's going to be a battle up front, and uh, I think the real real key of the game is, you know, I think NDSU is averaging 250 yards rushing. Can, can North Dakota keep NDSU under 200 yards rushing? If they can, they got a shot. Uh, South Dakota, I think, was the first team all year to keep them under five yards of rush. That's that's the key in the game. If you can slow down their running attack, you're not going to stop it. But if you can slow them down um, and not let them break some, some long ones that they have in the past, that's going to be the key. Chad Stark uh, with us in Applebee's. We're in North Fargo. You can come in and register for tickets for the game. Hunter Panky, Noah Wanzik, also our guest today. Great North Dakota Fighting Hawks. And, Chad, you were also part of it. You just heard what Hunter said and what Noah said you know, you were part of a program that, that just imposed will. There's something to be said when that's happening during the course of a game. And take us through the feeling you had as a player when you, you felt that will being imposed. Yeah, it's it, it really is, like they said, one in the trenches in the smash mouth uh, type of football. And I think both schools want to do that because that's really when you, again, you can impose your will. You can run, run different plays. 
uh, get different people involved. So it'll it'll be an interesting game. You know, I, I've always liked what Bubba's done because, I, unfortunately, he's had trouble recruiting North Dakota. Because NDSU, let's face it, we've, we've had our choice of schools. So you, they've got kids there that have chips on their shoulder that really want to be kind of like the Minnesota game that we would play NDSU because a lot of us NDSU kids that were Minnesota kids that didn't get recruited had chips on the shoulder. Sure. Same same deal here with the UND NDSU game. So um, I, I really love what the offensive coordinator has done at uh, at UND. And, and he's just – he's been able to put together – um, plans that that have worked maybe not with the greatest athletes but they're they're a great team it's the one plus one equals three and Bubba does a great job of that equation now I know Noah and and Hunter probably think that's true that one plus one is three but we're not in class right now math class <laughs> there's shot number two I think uh, bam but it sounded good right away Chad and then at the end you kind of you brought it yeah. back to a shot. So I, they, I like, yeah. they do a great job of the team deal up at UND. I will give them that. <laughs> and and that's really what what these coaches try to do is create an atmosphere of a team, of a family. And I get that feel at UND and I get that feel at NDSU. And it's it's I'll be honest, I rooted for UND when they played SDSU. Yeah. Now, some people, I I might get in trouble for that. And, and, you, I, and by the way, you, you're from? And I'm from SDSU. Or Brooking, from Brooking. South Dakota. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I, you know, I don't know if they audit the number of UND friends you have here at, <laughs> in Fargo. But, I mean, Pinky, I mean, his his grandpa, Fred. Fred Logan, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I might get in trouble yeah, after he, this broadcast. Uh, Chad Stark joining us today here of the Northside Applebee's on the Jack Michael Show. Hunter Pinky and Noah Wanzik also with us. we got a handful of minutes remaining here. Our program today brought to you by Peterman Seeds of Holly. Uh, Peterman Seeds, top-yielding, high-quality seed for over 60 years. Jiffy Lube of Fargo with three convenient locations. You can do more in a Jiffy. And Applebee's coming out to the North uh, Applebee's. Win tickets to the game. Brett's been talking about the new lunch menu, Dollaritas. Uh, this is the place to take in the game. Hunter, then Noah, then Chad. First simple question, is the venue worth a couple of points for the teams that is playing at home? Hunter, we'll start. Is the venue worth points or not? No question, and it's for both teams. Um, the Fargo Dome is a huge advantage for NDSU, and the Alaris Center is the same for UND. Um, UND is 22-2 and their last 24 games at the Alaris Center. And both losses have come to the eventual national champion. So, I mean, it's a huge advantage playing in Grand Forks. Um, you know, bring up Chad's point of uh, one plus one is three. I'm glad you're, you're able to count to three, Chad. I didn't know you guys knew how to count that high. But uh, I will say I will say that the, the atmosphere at, at North Dakota right now and the vibe and the team and the togetherness is, is evident. And I think they feed off that Alaire Center crowd. It just kind of becomes – a momentum thing that I think is really going to be key in tomorrow's game. Noah, do you feel it as a player? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like Hunter said, for both teams, if they're in the Fargo Dome, NDSU is is, uh, is gearing up and excited, and same thing for UND. So there's going to be a buzz in there tomorrow. Um, we'll feel it at tailgate all leading up into the game. And, you know, it seems like for UND this year, whenever we're playing at home, you can about guarantee that linebacker Ted Mullen will get in the end zone. So, I think that's a few right. points just in itself. So it'll be, uh, no, it'll be great. I think home field advantage for UND is is extremely important, and um, I think the Alaris Center will be loud tomorrow. Good stuff, Chad. Can you use a venue against one uh, a team? Can, can you can North Dakota State walk in and try to turn that venue against the home team? Yeah, big plays and just not getting flustered. That really, that's what I, I look forward to seeing tomorrow. Is is do we get flustered with the noise? Um, obviously some plays are going to go against you, and how do you, uh, how do you react to that? So it will be fun to watch. It is uh, explosive plays, I and mean, we, we can sit here and talk keys all you want. I, I One thing, maybe bury the lead, uh, guys, and you can go around the room on here, and uh, the quarterbacks in this game. You know, Cam Miller, Chad, I think has kind of grown into his own skin and, and feeling comfortable now in his own skin. Tommy Schuster seems like, and, and, and no one and Hunter can attest to this, you could – you could have a naked unicycler drive by him, and he wouldn't bat an eye. Now, I'm not sure 
when the last time I've seen it. That might have been a terrible reference. Scratch that. Are we still on? Anyway, Chad, is, the quarterbacks, uh, you know, in this game are both poised guys. Yeah, you, you've got actually three quarterbacks that could probably play anywhere in the Missouri Valley, probably even in the big sky. So it, it'll be fun. Cam has, has played well, um, and Cole has played well, and, it, you know, it's going to come down to the noise. We haven't seen them play in a hostile atmosphere. So tomorrow we'll, we'll see how they do. Uh, North Dakota, Hunter, and Noah used four quarterbacks last week. Uh, you know, Tommy Schuster, Trey Feeney, to that point, could play at many. Uh, this kid's coming. He's a selfless kid because, you know, a lot of times you can have that chip you talked about on your shoulder going, man, I, I, I'm going to get out of here. I can play anywhere. But he has it, that quarterback room. Quincy Vaughn is used on a lot of short yardage stuff. And then Simon Rumpo, hello, Calvin, North Dakota, and then the Langdon area. He runs for two touchdowns. So, Hunter, what about the quarterback? Just the quarterbacks, as Chad said, they go two. UND could go as much as four. Who knows? Maybe we'll see all six. What what factor is the quarterback going to be, Hunter, and, and, and Noah tomorrow? It's going to be a big factor, and I would not be surprised to see all four tomorrow. Um, I, I would expect to, to for sure see three, and we'll see if Trey gets an opportunity as well. The crazy thing, we're going to see three. We're going to see Ramfo. We're going to see Vaughn. We're going to see Schuster, obviously. Um, the crazy thing is that if you talk to Danny Froen, you say, who's got the, the most live arm of that room? It's Trey Feeney. He's got the, the, the t- most talented arm. So what a group that is. Um, I think, you know, UND is going to have a quick passing game that we've seen under Freund, but they do want to set up the play-action pass just like North Dakota State does. And just for a, a common fan, something to keep your eye on, North Dakota State likes to stay in a, in a too-high shell with two-high safeties let their box be their, you know, their D-line, their linebackers. Can UND run the ball effectively where they're able to drop down that safety, get eight in the box, and then that sets up your Bo Belquist and your Red Wilson, your, your Wesley going deep to set up that play action. So just for a common, common fan to just count numbers and see if UND is able to run the ball and, and set up that play action, that will be a key in the game. A real quick one for Noah from a wide receiver standpoint. North Dakota State has what they call the big zero, Zach Mathis. He goes six feet, seven inches tall. Now, Noah, you weren't six seven, but very effective, obviously, as a wide receiver with all those top charts, record stuff on that. How tough is it defend, to defend a six seven wide receiver, Noah? And what, what, what's North Dakota up against tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be tough. I mean, six seven is a, is a basketball player. You know, he's a tall guy. Um, you know, when you get down in the goal line, I think that's where it's really going to be key. Um, they'll probably put them on a lot of just fade routes, throw it in the corner of the end zone, and and really turn it into a rebound. So um, it's a tough it's a tough matchup for our cornerbacks. I think they're I think they're ready and physical, and uh, but yeah, he's a tall guy, and I think we're just going to have to try to limit him in the in the goal line, and um, hopefully get a hand on the ball and uh, do it do it in a clean manner as well. So that's uh, that's one thing that you know if you can get a guy that's that tall and and really utilize his height, it can, it can turn into a, you know, a, a three-man game when you get into certain scenarios. I'll do a reference for us here, Chad, our age. That'd be like watching Harold Carmichael film Amen, from, brother. <laughs> from the old days. He was a very Philadelphia eagle. That's exactly right. Uh, before we get out, I mentioned Corey Provost coming up around the corner on a serious note. And these guys, you can tell, they, they, they love their institutions, obviously. And for some of us, the Ed Schultzes, uh, who is, is not with us anymore, my dear broadcast partner, Scott Miller and Jack Michaels, the, the, the interesting thing of all three of us, both have broadcast for both, both institutions, which is kind of a strange thing. So the show kind of fits, I think, in that mold. And, and now 12 years with the University of North Dakota, and, and obviously love that. And I love this game, and I love the, the sport, and I love the state of North Dakota, and I love all of that. But on a serious note, with all the rivalry thing on this, and I want Hunter to speak to this, because I think I saw it on social media, and I think it's out there. And, Chad, you can, you can do this. When, when Hunter uh, had his accident and now rebounds and speaks to schools, when you – when you're without the use of your legs and, and you're in that wheelchair, well, Hunter lives, he wakes up every day blessed and feeling full of grace and moving on and impacting others and speaking to schools. Well, there's a North Dakota State uh, Bison basketball former player that now has come into a situation that 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 needs our thoughts and prayers. And I'm not, and Hunter, maybe you know a little bit more on that, but I think the world of Rachel Otto and uh, Hunter, I, I couldn't help but see your social media post. It, it choked me up, brought a tear to my eye, and I know Chad. Uh, the Bison Nation was behind Hunter after his uh, accident on that hill and really went behind him. And, and green and white and green and gold all became one one color with guys like you and foundations in North Dakota State. 
Hunter, the same right now can be said to help Rachel, correct? Well, absolutely. Uh, you know, tomorrow afternoon I'm going to be supporting the Hawks and, and Chad will be supporting the Bison, and every every family's got their, their team that they're supporting. But in the end, man, we're North Dakotans. And, uh, and I've always said it, and I will, I will continue to say it, that life will always be more about who you do it with more than what you do in it. And, and who you do life with is, is what makes, makes life what it is. I mean, it's, it's the most important thing. And so uh, when, when tough times hit and adversity hits, uh, that's when we come together. We're still neighbors in the end. And, uh, and I'm, I've, I've, like I said in my, my social media posts, um, we're all North Dakotans. And so uh, if you want to go and support Rachel, uh, follow my social media stuff. It, it's all on there, the links. Uh, she could absolutely use her help. But, man, whether you're a bison, whether you're a Sioux or Hawk, uh, in the end, man, we're all North Dakotans, and, uh, and that's what makes it special is that we're, uh, we're able to help a neighbor out when they need it. Yeah, uh, Dakotans in general too, Chad, growing up in Brookings, but obviously now this has been your home for so time. You second that what Hunter says, correct? Ab- absolutely. Yeah, Hunter said it perfectly. He, it, it, we, we're family. It, again, we, we have our love for each of our teams, but when it comes down to – to critical times, to real issues, um, we're family, and we and we back. Yeah. We have to, and uh, you know, our prayers and thoughts are are certain with certainly with Rachel, and, uh, and and all the things that she's going through, and then and a hunter just being the role model, he is. I mean, he he is a shining star for for North Dakota, even even for UND. I have to say, I love him, man. He, he does a great job, and, he, and he's fun to follow on social media and, and give a little crap, too, when he can. It's fantastic. You know, Noah, Hunter, Noah's been right by your side through, uh, through all of this, too. These guys, so I'm, I'm doing a pre. I know we're up against the clock, and, and Corey's coming up. So I'm getting my pregame. I'm three-quarters into my pregame against Western Illinois last week, me and Coach Berg sitting up there in the Alara Center, and my phone buzzes, and I'm like, oh, it's Hunter. And I and I open up the photo, and it's in, and I think it's it's Hunter, Noah, um, uh, maybe Noah Martell, a couple guys, and they got this giant, I don't know what that was, Hunter and Noah, is it a caribou, a yak, a deer? Uh, it's a big ring. <laughs> you guys were on, on the field, right? That's right, yeah. We uh, we went out hunting, got a big, a big old white-tailed deer. Uh, Noah Martell dropped it uh, with his bow, so... We were, we were tuning in to, to homecoming in you, Jack. I was like, what? <laughs> I love that. I'm like, what the? I open that thing up. I'm like, my God. No, Hunter's sending me animal pictures during a pregame. This is fantastic. Said, uh, Noah, uh, Noah, in a word or uh, a sentence or less, how does North Dakota win tomorrow? Yeah, I think two things. Control the line of scrimmage and stop big plays. I think those are, are two huge keys to the game for both sides. Hunter Panky, how does North Dakota win tomorrow? I think uh, I'll, I'll echo Noah. We got to turn over uh, NDSU at some point, and then control the line of scrimmage. Not let them, not let them break too many long runs. That's a huge statement because North Dakota State leads the country in turnover margin. Chad, how does North Dakota State continue there? There's D1 streak against UND on the road in a very tough environment. Yeah, I think. UND's hope is that the bus runs out of gas. I think that's probably the first. <laughs> is that the fourth shot, B? That, is, awesome. that, is that the third? Or is that the? Yeah, I, it, it really, like they said, it's going to be one in the trenches. Uh, offensive and defensive lines are, are what win, win games. This is what it's about, people. It's it's a bunch of people that can sit right. right. I mean, it, this is what it's here in these guys. Well, he guys. just gave me an idea for, for tomorrow for the game before the, before the Bison leaves <laughs> oh, town. You can, yeah, you're I'm a, a UND, UND guy. guy. That's, yeah. right. That's right. He's, he's, Chad, hey, Chad, My dad used to. Chad, I will see, oh, go you. Ahead. I will see you in the tailgate lots tomorrow, Chad. You, you know where to find <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hunter Penke, Noah Wanzik. Hey, guys, uh, thanks for joining us today. And obviously we'll be in touch and we'll see you. Thanks, uh, thanks a ton for coming on today, guys. All right, thanks, Chad. Thanks, Jack. Absolutely. Yeah, love you guys. Thanks yeah, for having That's us on. fantastic. Good, good stuff. Uh, you know, Hunter Panky, Wishick, Noah Wanzik, James Down, Chad Stark. Uh, go back a many years, and that's what it's all about, isn't it, Chad? Absolutely. No, I that, got that right a smile there. from ear to ear. This is <laughs> this is fun stuff. That's what, it's all, that's what it's all. Thanks for coming out today, buddy. You bet. Yeah, good Thanks, stuff. Jack. We are broadcasting live on the Northside Applebee's. Our show today presented to you by Applebee's by Jiffy Lube of Fargo. 
Peterman Seeds of Holly. And we certainly had some seeds planted here today. See what I did right there? I kind of used that, right? Peterman Seeds of Holly. Corey Provost, the radio voice of the Minnesota Twins. When we return, Jack Michael Show from Applebee's on 740 The Fan. What started 129 years ago resumes this Saturday in Grand Forks, a rivalry that spans generations. Back to pass, Greenwald, throws the slant, Heidsasser, 40, 45, they're not going to catch him, he's got 4-5 speed, he's going to the NFL, he's in the end zone, touchdown North Dakota! It's North Dakota and North Dakota State. Shotgun snap, Wentz throws it toward the end zone, juggling it, trying to hold on, touchdown! Kickoff at 1 p.m., pregame at 12 noon. Now Simon Rumpho has it. Simon inside the five. Sis boom ball. Simon Rumpho his second touchdown today. It's 34 to 3. Simon says touchdown. On your home for Fighting Hawks football, the mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. Congratulations to Cody. Dropkick Murphy's tickets that we gave away right there. That was the sounder that I almost chimed in. I, I was trying to win them, I think, myself, Derek. I was trying to, trying to be the third caller. <laughs> I wish we could, but we can't, you know. <laughs> it's like when I had Mike Reno on from Loverboy and made him go up against a listener to, to, to win tickets to the Loverboy concert. Mike Reno said, wait a minute. If I win, I win tickets to my own show. Is that what how we're doing this? Uh, Loverboy, yeah, well, you know. Loverboy had a uh, getting working for the weekend. That was one of their songs, right? Ready for the weekend, right? We're at Applebee's, uh, North Fargo. Once again, real quick, the Dollar Rita's happy hour, 3 to 5, 9 to close. New lunch specials Monday through Friday. Ample seating in this north side. Uh, Applebee's, but we're on the north side one, and we got enough. You got enough TVs probably oh, to yeah. suffice, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come in and watch the game here. No. I would drink a dollarita. I would selfishly say you can just put the mobile app on and listen to the play-by-play. Our pregame is at noon. I mean, they could do that. You don't. They could do that. Yeah. 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 All right. That sounds good. Uh, the Minnesota Twin season came to an end this past week, and that's unfortunate. I would love to be with Derek and and Brett today, bringing Corey Provis on and and previewing Game Five tonight with Pablo Lopez on the mound against Houston. Can't do it. Houston won the series. But I'll tell you, as Corey Provis joins us now, brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service and and our friends at Barnesville Grocery. The um, uh, What a season, Corey, and including the second half, right? The second half, it was just an intense, fun season, Corey. Jack, my most enjoyable summer yet, uh, 12 years now in the books, and this was by far my highlight. And I'm off the ask, my favorite game and all that stuff. Oh. What, what we got to see and do the last week. Is, is clearly at the top. I mean, Toronto, and even just the energy when Royce hit the home run um, on Wednesday to take a one nothing lead, it just felt so great uh, at the ballpark um, during this October run. And to me, the argument, well, was this a successful season? Absolutely, it was a successful season. The end of the 18-game postseason losing streak. They won a postseason series for the first time in 20 years. Yes, and, and the bulk of, of who we saw perform this season – those guys are all coming back. I mean, this is this is a window right now that is certainly there to contend. And by no means is this going to be the last run that this team makes in October here. This is an exciting time to be a Twins fan. Corey, you mentioned there are some decisions to be to be made and I guess hammered out. And, you know, a couple of guys maybe have a club option. You know, there's a club option on a couple of fellas. Certainly the Sonny Grays of this world, and he's not the only – uh, yeah, free agent out there. You know, what do you do with a, with a Maeda? You know, uh, Corey, I don't expect you to have all the answers today, but uh, are there pivotal decisions in your estimation that, that need to be made? I think some of the easier ones is I think they'll extend the qualifying offer to Sonny Gray, and that, that's a one-year deal, and I forget the number, Jack, but you pull the, the top X amount of salaries in the sure. game and whatever that number comes out to be. It's going to be about $22, 23000000 million for one year, which is what we call the Jack Michaels annual salary. That's right. right um, away from baseball. <laughs> but that, to me, I, I would imagine that Sonny Gray would, would be extended that. He could absolutely turn that down and, and go be a free agent. He's earned that right. I don't think they'll do that with Kent Maeda. I think that uh, Kent's time probably is, is come and gone. And um, so that I don't think will come up with him. 
you know, Jorge Polanco and Max Kepler both have team options to pick up. I think Kepler's a no-brainer. I think they picked that one up because of how he played. I just think he played so well and is such a good right fielder. And still odd, you know, he's played, I think, now 12 postseason games and doesn't have a single postseason RBI yet, which is uh, which is surprising. But I think Max put together an awesome season, so I think he's going to come back. Polanco, to me, that's the trickier one because they have some guys, whether that's Austin Martin, whether that's Brooks Lee, that's a trickier one. Polanco, a guy that was so durable throughout his career, the last two years, he's been banged up a little bit more. So there's, I wonder about that leader on this team, one of my all-time favorites. No matter if I'm talking to you when I'm 45 or I'm 65, Ori Polanco is in my top five. I just love the guy. Uh, but those are tough decisions that have to be made. You know, Michael A. Taylor, Donovan Solano, Kyle Farmer, all free agents. Um, I think that the Taylor signing, looking back on it, Jack, was a slam dunk. That was a great, great move. Uh, trading for him from Kansas City and not doing what they did in the past, just trying to piece together center field with different guys and Jake Cave and Nick Gordon and, and you know, Royce Lewis again, and then he popped his knee. You know, those decisions, they try to just, oh, I'm not sure. I think now they look at 2024 is, and they have to be honest and say, you know, Byron Buxton is probably not our center fielder. Uh, we hope we're wrong, but let's prepare that he is not our center fielder. And then if we're surprised, we'll adjust and adapt and that'll be fine. And I think they took that approach in 2023 and that was the right plan. I uh, heard uh, some of the post game show and that, that download with Chris and on the, on the broadcast the other day and, and Carlos Correa, you know, sounded like he wants to, uh, it was going to get back in the gym, I think. He said right away, I'm going to fix my foot. Then he dropped it, I'm going to fix my nose. And he started going through all these things. And I'm going to build my chest. And then when I can, and I'm aware I'm going to listen to my trainers and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, Buck. You know, And I, I think, speaking for Twins territory, everybody wants to see Buck. And everybody wants to see him be in center field. And they want him to see him be the best player on the planet, Corey. I think that, uh, I mean, I don't want to say the writing's on the wall. It, it's just so tough. Because the hope is there, the wish is there, the want is there, and it's just one of those things. And at some point, it, it, he's going to keep getting older, and then his skill set is going to naturally diminish. Sure. And so what this is doing is it's robbing him more than anybody else. Yes, it's robbing us, but think about it. This is robbing him. It's robbing him of, of playing in his prime and being one of the bright stars in the game. Because he does commercials, he does video games, he does all these things because he's that good when he's right. He just has not been physically right uh, very often. So it's hard. And, you know, Royce Lewis, he is the blossoming star on this team and in this sport. My son is 10 years old. He loves playing video games. MLB The Show. Hmm. Royce Lewis is a guy that could be on the cover of that video game next year, the year after that. That's the kind of guy he is if he can stay healthy. Oh, yeah. So they, they just they have these young, talented players. Alex Gerloff in that same boat. They have these young players. But, man, they just have not been able to stay on the field. And I don't fault anybody for that, just how, how it's gone. Um, but that's why I'm optimistic, because there is talent. There's a lot of first-round picks right now that are on this team. And if they're all clicking, if they're all firing – and this team is going to win a ton of ball games next year. We'll let you out the door here, Cor. Uh, but the uh, you know we're down now to the to the championship series, and I know that people in this area are excited because Matt Strom's a West Fargo, North Dakota kid, and boy, he'd look really good in a Twins uniform. I tell you that. But you know, so good luck to Matty and the Phillies. Well, the long ball, though, certainly Corey has been the been the story. The Diamondbacks uh, cracked what was it four the other day, and they they dismantled the, the Dodgers. Castellanos is hitting like two a game in the postseason for Philly. Uh, if you had your Druthers, and you just got done watching Houston and calling games for the Astros. Uh, which team out of Texas in the World Series, in your estimation? And that National League circuit, you know, is, is it Philly to roll through Arizona, or is the team for the desert? Uh, but you represent the National League. I like I like Philly and Texas right now. I think that Texas, the way that offense is going, um, they're they're clicking. And you know, Justin Verlander, he's amazing. He's a Hall of Famer. He he didn't look great. I know he went six innings, no runs, but his first three innings weren't all that good. The Twins, that's where they missed. His second three were fantastic. But I, I like the way Texas is going right now. That offense is killing the ball, killing the ball. And they've beaten some good teams. They've knocked out some good teams. They haven't lost a postseason game yet. They took out two ALEs to teams, swept Tampa Bay, and crushed them at Tropicana Field, and then 
beat up on Baltimore, winning three games in a row there. So I, I think Philly, and I like Texas, and right now I like Philly to win it all. I think they, and not just because of the Matt Strom tie, I think that Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos, mm. the energy, I don't, I don't see a team winning there. I just, I don't see the energy at that ballpark is awesome. And that's why I thought one of the better series the Twins played all year was winning there, winning two out of three at that ballpark on a weekend when Philly was hot, too. It wasn't like they got them at a bad time. I mean, they beat them, and that was a heck of a series uh, by the guys when they uh, when they won two out of three in Philadelphia this season. But to get back to your first point, we've turned the corner on, well, pitching wins championships. You know, starting pitching offense is not going to show up because the pitching's too good. I don't yeah, buy it. Right. Home runs. Yeah. Home runs. Home runs win postseason games. Yeah, pitching plays a part of it, but to me, home runs. Think about the twin series with the Astros, those four games. Every Astros had 10 home runs in four games. And think about the biggest swings in the, in the, in the series. It wasn't like a bases clearing double. It wasn't a two out go ahead. RBI single. It was game one Altuve first pitch home run. Jordan Alvarez third inning home run. Right. Game two. It was Kyle farmers home run. That, that really put some distance between the twins and the Astros in game two. Game three, biggest swing of the game was what? Abreu, first inning. Why? Three-run homer off Sonny Gray. And then the, the fourth and final game, all five runs scored on home runs. I mean, Royce and, and Julian, two solo shots. But the difference in the series was it wasn't just solo home runs that the Astros hit. It was Abreu, three-run homer, two-run homer. It was Alvarez, two-run homer. That was the difference in the series, and that's been the difference so far this postseason. Exhibit A, B, D, C, E, F. He nailed it. Uh, he is Corey Provost. The, uh, we hit a home run with Corey. I know you and I will obviously uh, stay in contact here, Corey, but man alive, it's always great talking ball. We got your numbers, so hopefully down the line, whether it's college football or baseball, we'll certainly bring you back on uh, and, and have you on. Corey, thanks as always for doing and being who you are and doing how you do it. Tremendous year, Corey Provost. Well, Jack, I can't thank you enough. It's uh, 12th year doing this now in the Red River Valley, and I can't tell you how many people I run into and tell me that they're from Fargo and they listen to this segment each and every week and they listen to Twins Baseball on the Mighty 790. So you're the best, buddy, and hopefully uh, Caravan will see you in person in January. That sounds like a plan. Thanks, Corey. Have a tremendous weekend. All right, Jack, you're the best. Corey Provis uh, brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service. Northside Applebee's where we are today. Brett, thanks for having us out today. That was fun. Oh, it was, that was fun today. I, I love it when you guys, when you come out. That, that was, was good great. stuff. Uh, stop it down. And I'll be ready for another fettuccine here. I'm today. glad it's the radio. Nobody will know what, what I look like when I'm wandering around that bison bus tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, they taking the gas out? <laughs> yep. Is that what the Chad had said? Yeah, that's right. Thanks to Kevin Feeney, Chad Stark, Hunter Panky, Noah Wanzik, and Corey Provis, the radio voice of the Minnesota thing. Twins, thank you to Brett for having us out. Common Man is coming up around the corner. High school football. Football tonight, north side, by the way, north and west Fargo. Derek's got the call tonight right here. We're going to stop by for dinner games. afterwards there, yeah. That's... You stop by for dinner. Come on, yeah. I mean, Derek, that game goes quick. You can maybe sneak over here for one of those zombies. Yeah, zombie drinking 225, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can be a zombie later on tonight if you want. That's good. Uh, good stuff. Common Men is next at 740 to fed. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Four, three, two, one. 740 The Fan is KNFL Fargo. Turn this up. At 107.3 K297 BW Fargo Moorhead.